0: Welcome to the Sheep Connect New South Wales podcast. It's time for you. A podcast produced for the sheep industry by Sheep Connect New South Wales. Hi, I'm Fiona Macarthur, a network coordinator for Sheep Connect New South Wales, the sheep extension network in New South Wales, which is funded by Australian Wool Innovation. Sheep Connect New South Wales has a membership of over 2,200 And our main aim is to help keep you and your sheep business up to date on information about all things sheep. Pregnancy scanning is an important tool available to producers for managing reproductive performance in their ewe flocks. Pregnancy scanning allows producers to make informed management decisions which will improve productivity and profitability. Yet only 26% of ewes in the Australian sheep flock are currently scanned for multiples and then differentially managed. Pregnancy scanning therefore remains an area to achieve vast improvements for production. In this episode of It's Time for You, I'm joined by Michelle Cousins. Michelle is a director of Cousins Merino Services, which she runs with her husband Paul and son Josh. Cousins Merino Services is based in Barra in South Australia and operates throughout South Australia, northwestern New South Wales and Victoria. Cousins Merino Services provides a range of services to the livestock industry, including on-farm fleece testing, pregnancy scanning, fat and eye muscle scanning, Merino sheep classing, data management and capture. Michelle is a service provider for data entry into sheep genetics, an accredited provider of RAM select and electronic identification of sheep workshops, and her family runs a successful merino and pole merino stud in South Australia. They are also co-owners of Mount Eba Station, a 3,380 square kilometre property located near Glendambo in South Australia, running predominantly merino sheep. Welcome, Michelle, and thank you for joining me on It's Time for You.
1: Thanks, Fiona. It's nice to be here with you.
0: Michelle, scanning is a very important tool available for managing use, yet seems to be very underutilised. Could you tell us the importance of scanning and what are some of the benefits that producers will see from it?
1: So scanning is, a, um, is quite an important tool, as, as you said, Fiona. Um, one of the main reasons we scan is the ability to be able to separate our dry ewes and it's allowing those dry ewes to be stopped at higher rates, sold or rejoined. Um, depending on the producer's um, preference and what their program is on their property. We also determine fetal numbers while scanning and that allows that nutritional requirements of the ewes to be met based on pregnancy status and just remembering there that it's it's the multiples, the twins or the triplets, that have that quite high nutritional requirement especially in that late stage of pregnancy. Um, and it's quite vital to manage that to improve lamb survival. And um, we're also seeing a lot more people age while we scan. So we're looking then to um, manage our ewes into early or late lambing groups and just making for ease of management for people um, on, on their properties. We also do it as a marketing tool for when selling ewes And it's allowing um, clients to achieve market premiums for those ewes that have been scanned in LAM. And we're seeing more demand um, via Stock Agents and Auctions Plus for scanning certificates to be provided um, on those ewes that are being sold scanned in LAM. It's also important for the early detection of any joining failures. So in the case of poor ram fertility, um, that might be caused by things like brucellosis and an AI failure, um, can be from drought or heat events which will affect both the ram and the ewes and it enables the producer to make some really good management decisions early and not wait until a failed lambing occurs. So really pregnancy scanning is giving you a reliable indicator of your potential lambing numbers. And it's allowing you to realise where any production losses are occurring and manage accordingly as well. So it's a really good benchmarking tool for your flock and to work out where you can make gains in trying to improve your um, reproductive rates and and improve that lamb survival as well.
0: Thanks, Michelle. Scanning clearly has many benefits for production and especially for helping producers make informed management decisions on their farm. Looking at the moment on the back of the drought that we've experienced throughout New South Wales, producers are currently heavily focused on flock rebuilding. What does what role does pregnancy scanning play in flock rebuilding? Uh, yes, Fiona, I, th- I think it's really quite
1: vital for those that are looking to rebuild their flocks. It's going to give them that information that they can use and make calls on quite early in that joining process. So... They're going to be able to rejoin those dry ewes to try and get their numbers back up. Um, But in saying that, they need to look at the reasons why those ewes are dry. If it's condition score related, they may need to look at trying to to lift that to um, get the ewes back ovulating to to join. It also means they can manage that nutritional status of those different groups, whether that's your dry singles or your multiples, to maximise your lamb production. So we're really wanting to get as many lambs on on ground as possible to rebuild that flock as quick as we can and it's going to be really important um, in those cases to manage those multiples especially um, to improve that lamb survival rate um, and, and really get those numbers back on the ground for producers.
0: Thanks, Michelle. Again, really driving the management strategies there. It's probably a pretty simple question, my next one, but has... I dare say, a complicated response. What is the best time to scan? Um, No, I don't think it's
1: complicated, Fiona. So we've got, um, when we're just wet-dry scanning, um, that can be done from 35 to 40 days after the rams are removed and right up until the time of lambing. Um, The the scanners are just looking for signs of pregnancy when it's wet-drying, so it's not vital that it has to be done um, on any particular... Um, at any stage, other than that, 40 days from RAM removal. Um, when we're looking um, to do multiple scanning, we say so the optimal time to scan is between 80 to 100 days from the commencement of joining, so for when the RAMs went in. And that's because once that pregnancy gets um, too advanced, it's very hard for the scanners to be able to identify those twin pregnancies what they look for when they're scanning is for um, uh, two fetuses or they look for you know two, two body parts on the screen that are quite you know two two skulls or two spines so that they can actually accurately call that as a twin as that pregnancy gets more advanced the, that those fetuses don't fit on the screen as clearly you see a lot more fluid as well and it's a lot harder to be able to accurately twin. So it's really important date-wise for that multiple scanning that you book early with your scanner and make sure it's done at that optimal time. Um, The only confusing thing um, with best time to scan is when you have an extended joining period because if you have an extended joining um, period that 80 to 100 days, um, you're going to have some very early lambs that you may not be able to pick up yet on ultrasound if you've had an eight week or more joining. And so if that has been the case, what we've been recommending for clients is they still scan at that um, optimal time for twinning and then they will need to re-scan that dry mob because they're not necessarily dry, they are the undetected pregnancies and we need to pick up those late lambs for them. So in in those cases, it may mean the rams were left in specifically because there's been a, an event, maybe a um, you know a week's heat wave or something that they think the RAMs haven't worked, so they've wanted to extend that joining period. Um, so it's just good practice to be aware of, of how that's going to affect your scanning.
0: Thanks, Michelle. If a producer has yet to use scanning as a management tool on their farm, what information would they need to know beforehand before they approach a scanner?
1: Um, They probably don't really need a lot of information for their scanner. Um, What they do need to do is just make sure they get in touch with them early on, mainly because scanning always happens around uh, a peak period of the year for a scanner. And so it's just making sure that they can get um, you booked in and get that scanning done on those correct dates. Um, It's just very important if they're booking that in, especially for the first time, that they do have those dates right and just to discuss any potential issues that they might perceive with their yard set up or their practices on farm that may influence them um, with their scanning results. So it's just to be aware of of some of the factors that can affect scanning and that they've had that discussion first up with their scanner um, prior to them coming out on farm.
0: You just mentioned their um, equipment that they have on farm. As a scanner, when you go out onto farm, do producers need to have any special equipment or facilities ready for you when they when you scan? Um, no, most, most scanners are pretty self-sufficient
1: when they come out to do um, a job. So all the producer really needs is a standard race setup and just two people to assist on the day. So the scanner um, will have his scanning crate and draft um, and all the other associated equipment that's needed. The only thing a producer may require, depending on their yard setup, is some couple of extra panels um, just to facilitate um, the drafting off of those sheep three ways. So for your dry singles
0: and twins. Great, thanks, Michelle. My next question you must get quite often and how accurate is scanning and are there factors that may affect the accuracy of scanning?
1: Yes, there's absolutely lots of factors that can affect the accuracy and it is something that we get asked a lot about. So if in a perfect world when the scanner has everything right and the producer has has made sure that things are correct on their end as well, in when you're wet dry scanning, there really if the dates are correct, there really should be minimal if any mistakes at all. So you should have pretty much a ninety-nine percent accuracy rate. Um, when we're when we're twinning, um, obviously it's a little bit more complicated to do. Um, but if everything is set up right, you really should be looking at a a 90 96% at least um, accuracy. So it just means when we're twinning, you know, all, all sheep don't necessarily do the right things. Sheep are sheep. Um, you may have You know one twin behind another twin which makes it hard to scan um they're not all going to sit nicely on an ultrasound screen for you um for the scanner just to pick up so it is a little bit harder work um, but we would still expect that you would have a good accuracy rate the thing to remember is when they're when they're making a, a diagnosis as such they're your twins will generally always be your twins because they're looking for two of something to be able to call that a twin. Your dries should always be your dries if your dra- dates are correct and there's been no neighbours rams jumping to join, it, join in. Um, but you may get the odd single in your twin for those reasons that I've just said. So it's just to be aware of, of what that accuracy can look like. The factors that really will influence how accurate your scanner is, is making sure that those dates are correct. So I can't stress enough the importance of making sure um, that you do provide your scanner with the correct dates. The other things that can affect it is use not off feed and water the night before scanning. So if they have a full rumen or bladder, it can just, especially in those early pregnancies, it can push, push them out the way and make them a lot harder to scan apart from also being a bit messier for the scanner, um, but it it will influence their ability to get a good picture. An extended joining period, I've already um, mentioned that earlier, but that just makes it hard, mainly for when we're we're twinning and you've got that that big spread. Um, You can have some that are quite advanced to some that are very early pregnancy and it just just means that there may, may need to be re-scanned to make sure we do capture all pregnancies. Um, I do also make sure that we stress inadequate staff is something that affects accuracy. Pregnancy scanning itself is quite an easy process and a lot of a lot of producers um, will go, last year went really well, I don't need two people to help on the day, I'll just you know be myself and my trusty dog. Um, but if the scanner has to get out of their chair to can help move sheep into the crate to scan all the time, one, they're getting scanner fatigue. Um, the other is it does create a bit of a um, oh and S issue. They're, they're more prone to injury. And it's also where we see um, some of the equipment get knocked around a bit as well, just, just because they're not able to just sit and concentrate. Um, they're having to actually get up and and manually move around. It's not not fair on your scanner not to provide adequate staff for them. Sorry, one last one, Fiona. It was just if the animals are um, fat, so if you've got a condition score four or above, um, it's just something else, another barrier that the ultrasound needs to go through to be able to pick up that pregnancy. So that can affect your accuracy, and especially if it's combined with one of those other points as well.
0: Thanks, Michelle. Well, Being well-prepared certainly seems like it pays off on the day. I think we've really covered how and why we need to scan. But once we've scanned, obviously, if we don't do something with that result, we're not getting the benefits. So once producers get their result, what's the next step? Um, so there's lots of things
1: I can do with the results, and I would actually hope that if you are getting a pregnancy scanner in to do your scanning, um, the producer's already had time to hopefully plan what they're going to do with those results. Um, so with the with ewes the that are scanned dry, there's that opportunity, as we talked about earlier, that they can remate them, sell or retain in their flock. And just keeping in mind that they'll need to, um, especially if they're rejoining, how that will affect their mating next season. So just making sure that those ewes are going to have time to get back in condition um, to fit in with the mating program again. And if you're retaining those dry ewes, how have you identified them? So just a few management practices to keep in mind for them. Your single um, group is probably more your easy easy care management group. Um, They still have obviously an increased nutritional requirement that will need looking after, um, but you can actually land them down in larger mobs if you wish. Um, and just having a think again then about how you're managing those early late lambs within those groups if there's opportunities um, to help with management there and as well whether you're wanting to look at identifying those animals that are um, having a single lamb year on year compared to those that are twins. And it's our twinning or multiple groups that are most important because We really want to make sure that we look after the nutritional needs of these animals as nutrition is the biggest driver in lamb survival. And it's been estimated that the twin survival rates are only 60% on average. So if we can improve that, we can actually start um, getting a lot more lambs on the ground and improving our productivity and profitability. It gives you the opportunity then to look at lambing them in smaller mobs as well your paddock placement and your shelter belt. So maybe giving them some preferential treatment there and benchmarking your flock to know what your potential is. So actually, therefore, being able to track where you've had any losses from scanning through to um, marking so that you can can, um, address those within your systems.
0: Thanks, Michelle. Some really important messages coming through there. I'd like to change focus a little bit now. And EIDs are gaining favour throughout the industry. Do they have a role with scanning? Do they help with the process? Um, absolutely.
1: We're seeing a lot of interest in producers recording electronic, um, recording their pregnancy status with using um, electronic tags. And we certainly run um, two to crates throughout the scanning season, predominantly just doing that. So it's been quite a big uptake. So it's allowing the producer to have a lifetime record of, of the reproductive performance of that ewe. It allows for easier management and recording um, of those dry or underperforming ewes. It also is a way to be able to identify those higher performing ewes. So those ewes that twin year on year. I um, mean, they're often your your worst looking ewes. So it's actually nice to be able to to recognise that they are your highest performing u and, and looking after them and keeping them within the system. So you can combine and separate ewe mobs a lot easier utilising EID to be able to manage optimise nutritional requirements at key times. It also allows for ease of collating and recalling records, so when we're looking at also collecting condition scores, body weights um, and some lambing information as well. There's been a lot of work out there on kilos of lamb weaned per ewe. So we really need that um, pregnancy status information to be able to to do that work. Um, And electronic tags makes that whole process so much easier. It's also a really good tool for benchmarking for your paddocks and also for your genetics.
0: Thanks, Michelle. Certainly would improve efficiency. But if a farmer doesn't have EIDs um, how do they get the information from a scanner?
1: If if you don't have electronic identification you're getting a you'll always get a report from your scanner at the end of the day so we actually always give a written report so it's just on a a mob base so mob one dry single twin with a percentage of, of what they scanned at so that they have a record. We have found that a lot of producers lost that nice piece of paper, so we do also now email that through so they've got an electronic um, record um, and report of their actual scanning so that they can readily um, look back year on year to see their historical records on that as well.
0: Um, thanks, Michelle. As I stated at the beginning, the majority of the farmers out there still don't routinely scan. What feedback have you had for first to- from first-time scanners? Uh, Generally
1: the response we've had from those that we've done the first time is how easy it is to do and how quick the process is. So a lot of them um, have a conception that it's going to be quite time-consuming and quite pleasantly surprised on how easy it is to be able to do and how well the use move through the system. It also um, gives them that realization of what their potential lambing is compared to what they are actually lambing. So for some of them, that has been a little bit of a shock um, to realise what that lamb loss um,
0: has been within their systems. Thanks, Michelle. And just finally, if a producer is ready to start scanning on their property and they've never done it before, what is the first step they should do? Well,
1: it's a pretty simple process. For your own, uh, scanning, So I think the first step they need to take, and it's the same when you're undertaking anything new, is they really need to plan how they're going to use the information and how it's going to benefit them. So just doing that little bit of homework themselves first to make sure they're actually going to capture the um, real benefits of undertaking scanning. And then just to make sure they get in touch with their local scanner, just to make sure that they can they can get it booked in. And to talk through any potential issues um, that they may have, and not leave it to the, to, you know, to the last minute to give the scanner a call
0: um, and find
1: out that, you know, they can't actually get a job done within the correct timeframes.
0: Great, thank you so much, Michelle. It's been lovely having you on. It's time for you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us today. The scanning is probably not that far around the corner in many parts of the state, so it's given us all a lot to think about.
1: Thanks, Fiona. Thanks for talking with me.
0: We hope you have enjoyed this episode of It's Time for You, the Sheep Connect New South Wales podcast. We'd appreciate it if you could share our podcast within your networks and if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the AWI podcast, The Yarn. We'd love you to stay in contact with Sheep Connect New South Wales, and you can do this in a number of ways. Join our network by visiting www.sheepconnectnewsouthwales.com.au. Find us at Sheep Connect New South Wales on Facebook and Twitter. We look forward to seeing you at our workshops and events later in the year. Thanks again for joining us today. Bye for now.